What's up, y'all? Welcome back to WFT Academy. Uh, I know I've been away for a few weeks, but um, at the same time, I am a full-time college student, so I do have time that I have to dedicate to school. But um, I just wanted to come on here and talk a little bit about this Chiefs game. So, as I'm sure all of you know by now, um, Washington lost to the Chiefs um, 31-13, which is crazy because of the fact that they was up 10 to 13 at halftime which means that they gave up 21 unanswered points in the second half alone um and i think this game was really a tale of two halves um especially especially defensively um first half the defense uh i'm not gonna say they played great by no means that they played great but they played by far their best half of the season to this point uh in that first half uh i believe they held they probably even held mahomes probably under probably right around 200 probably a little under 200 yards uh passing and they forced what was it two 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 interceptions um one of them just i don't know what that was um but like I said, if you go follow me at the A Plus Podcast, like I said on my post, I said uh, we had we had a good half. We had a good half, but at the same time, that's Patrick Mahomes. He is an NFL MVP for a reason. So I 100% expected him to come out in that second half and set a different tone than he did in that first half. Um, as you can see. Uh, he definitely torched us in the second half. Him, Tariq Hill. Um, that's really it. Him and Tariq Hill just they torched us. Um, they got they got a few contributions from some other players, but specifically him, Mahomes and Tariq Hill definitely definitely torched us in that second half. Um, so let's get into these these stats. So um, in the game, Patrick Mahomes thirty two for forty seven, three hundred ninety seven yards. And I believe that's that's more than that's more than, that's more yards than we've allowed. No, we've we've allowed a lot of yards. We allowed what was it? Josh Allen had like four hundred yards on us. Um, but I think as a defense, we're allowing like three hundred yards passing each game. Um, but yeah, uh, Mahomes thirty-two for forty-seven, three hundred ninety-seven yards, two interceptions, and two touchdowns. Uh, both touchdowns came into the in that second half. Um, rushing yards. I'm not gonna say we didn't we didn't we wasn't terrible. We wasn't terrible rushing uh, with our rush defense. Uh, Daryl Williams, uh, 21 carries for 62 yards. That's three carries, three three yards a carry. But he did have two touchdowns in the red zone. Um, our red zone defense has been terrible, uh, along with our third down defense along with our first and second and fourth down defense has just been atrocious um even Mahomes got in on the action uh three uh, I mean three carries for 31 yards uh 10 yards a carry I mean he's a dynamic quarterback um he's gonna scramble he's gonna get his yards um I think as a defense we just have to do a little bit of better game planning for that um, I know it's a little, it's, it's kind of hard because he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So, um, 
you can do everything right and still he can torch you um but overall in the run game i we did decent we did decent uh receiving uh travis kelsey eight eight receptions 99 yards uh, he torched this too uh 12 yards to carry i mean 12 yards to catch um like I said, Tariq Hill, nine nine catches, seventy six yards, which it actually felt like he probably had like hundred and fifty yards because he was just running. He was running the muck on our defensive our, uh, our corners. Um, we couldn't tackle. We couldn't tackle him at all. Um, I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, McCone Harmon, four catches, sixty two yards. Uh, Byron Pringle, three catches, fifty five. Marcus Robinson, three catches, 46. Darrell Williams, three catches, 27. Um, Joe Fortson, one, one catch for 27 yards. Praise up to him. Um, I know he went down with that bad injury. Um, we all saw it. Uh, hope he has a speedy recovery. Um, <clears throat> defensively, like we all know, Chiefs defense is not that good. But we made them look like they was. Um, their highest tackle total was Nick Bolton with seven tackles. Seven tackles. That's it. Um, they did not get a sack this game. Uh, luckily, we didn't throw an interception. Uh, although, there were a couple that could have been... Uh, Let's see, Tyron Matthew, three three tackles, two two assisted tackles. He didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, but let's move on to Washington stats. So Taylor Heineke, twenty four for thirty nine, one hundred eighty two yards. That is unacceptable, especially on a defense like this. The 30, 32nd ranked defense, you can't throw. 39 passes have over 50 percent completion percentage actually over 60 complete 60 percent completion percentage and only throw 182 yards one touchdown um yeah we can't do that that's unacceptable and that falls back on both uh heineke and uh scott turner I know Scott Turner, his his play calling was so, so up and down. For the last few weeks, it's been so up and down. It's like, I said it before, it's like we're, we're trying to be so, so unpredictable on third down that it's becoming predictable. Um, Like that third, that third, and I know we, we converted, I think it was like third and 14, third and 17, where we threw a screen pass and like, for us, for us. Having Heineke back there, you might think that we might try to actually go for the six and throw it to Terry, but uh, we run we run the screen pass, which I kind of I kind of saw coming, um, and we we ended up picking the first picking the first down up, but uh, there were a couple of possessions where we had like third downs, especially that third and third and two where we threw a screen pass, uh, the wide receiver screen pass, I believe that it was to Adam Humphreys. And we just we didn't yeah it's it's just this the situational play calling just just messing this up so bad um along with the quarterback play i'm not going to say i'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and say that heineke 
doesn't deserve any blame because for the last few weeks he has not played great. Um, even for the the last game that we won against the, the Falcons, we won the game. He let it come back, uh, got the the game winning the game winning drive, but up to that point, Heineke had not played great at all. He hadn't played great. Um, but um, in terms of quarterback, I'm gonna get into that also in a minute. Um, let's go to rushing. Uh, Jay McKissick eight for forty five. Uh, Jay McKissick has probably outside of uh, outside of Terry and um, Antonio uh, Gibson. JD McKissick's probably been our most consistent player on offense. Uh, partially, mostly because he's just he's just always there in the right spot. Um, Antonio Gibson is 10 for 44. He did have that costly fumble. Um, very costly. Um, but when it comes to fumbles, I don't... I'm not going to say I, I don't worry about him with the fumbles because as a running back, he's supposed to hold on to the ball. Um, but I do know that from just from what I've seen, I know he he knows how to bounce back um, from that type of adversity. Uh, Jared Passing one for five. I don't understand why we don't use him more. Um, it's just be, because of how slippery he is, and he's just so hard to see in the holes. This is I feel like he could he could be a, a huge part in his offense. Um, he can get pick up critical first downs whenever you need to because you you just can't see him like you don't know where he is he gets lost in the pile so many times um even when his limited snaps during the regular season he's very seldom does he have negative plays it's because he's so hard it's so hard to catch him it's so hard to find him in the holes um Going forward, I, I hope I hope we use him more. I really do. Um, receiving JD McKissick, I didn't even know he was he was our leading receiver. Um, eight for sixty-five. Ricky Sills Jones four for four, four for fifty-eight. Uh, Deami Brown didn't have it. I mean, I'm not going to say he had a breakout game, but obviously it was by far his best game. Three for thirty. Um, and Terry seven for twenty-eight. We need to get the ball to Terry more. I don't understand. Like one game he'll have he'll have ten receptions, and the next game he'll have three targets. I, I don't understand it. Um, I don't even right now at this point. I don't even know what our offensive focus is. What what are we supposed to be doing? I really want to know because we have this this ascending receiver on the outside a top 10 receiver in my opinion we have him on the outside and he's getting inconsistent catches every single week like i think terry should at least be getting eight to nine receptions every single game at minimum eight to nine and even more targets he should be getting at least 13 13 14 targets every single game Especially with somebody like uh, Curtis Samuel being out. If Deami Brown can continue to play like this, the way that he did this game, then maybe you can lower that. But but either way, Terry should be getting 
almost 40% of all the all the, uh, the targets. 40 to 50. He should be getting all the targets. Um, Antonio Gibson, no, John Bates. I didn't know he had a catch. One for seven. Um, and then Antonio Gibson, two carries. I mean, two receptions for zero yards. Um, and then that, that screen pass to Adam Humphreys, one for negative four yards. It's, um, well, let's just move on to the defense because I know offensively we just couldn't get anything going. That's partially because of play calling, partially because of quarterback play. I know there there are a lot of times. There are a lot of times when when Heineke has a wide open receiver, and it's just he just misses it. Why is he the wide behind him, too high or too low? Um, and the crazy part is that those passes right there most of the time are critical, critical um, to the course of the game. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the defense. Uh, Cole Holcomb had another good game. Nine tackles, one assisted, one sack. Um, Cam Curl. Cam Curl has probably been our most consistent defensive player uh, this season. Uh, seven tackles, uh, two assisted tackles. Kendall Fuller had a uh, so-so game. Um, he did good tackling. Um, seven seven tackles, one assisted, one, one interception. I believe that was the one. But uh, that was just a terrible decision by uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Jamin Davis, five tackles, six assisted tackles. We need to keep Jamin Davis in more. And I'm not talking about at, at Mike Linebacker. We need to keep him at Will Linebacker. Um, just because he, he plays so much better in space. And that's obvious just from these first six games. Like He's, pro- he's obviously our, our best space linebacker easily getting to the flats that's easy to him that's easy to him landon collins oh my god um believe it or not landon didn't have a terrible game he didn't have a terrible game i'm not gonna say it was a good game it wasn't terrible though four tackles two assisted tackles bobby mccain four tackles William Jackson, three tackles. Deron Payne, two tackles. Chase Young, uh, two tackles and a sack. Uh, that's two sacks receiving. That's two sacks in the last two games, too. Uh, Casey Tuhill, two tackles, one sack. Um, Tim Settle, two tackles. Ben St. Juice, two tackles. Matt Ioannidis, one. Uh, Jonathan Allen had two assisted tackles. Shane Smith-Williams and Cody Cusson both had assisted tackles. Montez Sweat did not register a defensive stat. I, don't, I wonder if that's wrong. I did see him in a few plays. I don't know if he got the tackle or not. But, um, yeah. Defensive line, it was okay. It was okay. The last two games have probably been their, their best two games. Their most disruptive two games. Um, they just, it's just, they just get, oh my god, these offenses just getting bailed out a lot of times with these these defensive coverages in the, uh, the secondary. It's just blown coverages, uh, poor man to man play, undisciplined play. Um, 
sometimes linebackers not being where he's supposed to be. That's not to say that defensive line is not at fault at all, because sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Um, but the last two games, I cannot put on defensive line at all. I can't. Um, and then uh, kick return, DeAndre Carter, three three returns, fifty-seven yards. Not a typical game from him. Um, but you know that's. Oh, Dustin Hopkins missed another field goal. Um, you know what? I'm not, I'm not even gonna worry about that one because I believe he was down about twenty-four to thirteen at that point. Um, yeah, so I'm not even gonna worry about that. Obviously, you want to make the kick, but yeah, just it is what it is. Trustway for four punts, average of fifty-eight yards and two inside of twenty. Typical Trustway game. That's why he's a pro bowler. Uh, I believe it was, and it was one inside the five, right? Uh, but the real reason that I wanted to do this pod is I see, I go on Twitter after the game, I see Kyle Allen is trending. Now, what I want to say, this is what I want to say. Attention to all Washington fans. Kyle Allen is not the answer. Now, I know you can't get worse, but Kyle Allen is not the answer. If anything, Kyle Allen is just as much of a roller coaster ride as Taylor Heineke, if not more of a roller coaster ride. And the thing with, with Kyle Allen, he'll give you a good game. He'll give you a good game. And then the next three. You'll be wanting Haneke back. So, my opinion, you just stick it out with Haneke until Fitzpatrick comes back. And if Haneke picks it up at some time before Fitzpatrick comes back, then you stick with Haneke for the rest of the season. If not, then you go back to Fitzpatrick. It's really that simple. Either that or you bring somebody in, which I don't see them doing right now. I would like for them to bring a Cam Newton in, but I don't see them doing that right now. Um, I hope they, I, I wish they would reconsider that, but as of right now, I do not see them bringing anybody else in. So really it's stick with Heineke or wait until Fitzpatrick comes back. It's that simple. But I know, as we all know, we need a quarterback. It also probably wouldn't help. It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt if we got a new offensive coordinator too. Cause, yeah, it's just, oh, it's hard to watch. It's like you get two decent, two decent games from your defense. The two, probably the two best games that the defense has played in the last two weeks. Obviously, they still give up a lot of points. Still give up a lot of points, mostly because of blown coverage, as we all have seen. But you get your best two games from. Well, outside the Giants game. No, I'm not even going to say the Giants game because Daniel Jones still had like 300 plus yards. Um, let's just say the last two games were probably the best defensive games in terms of limiting the amount of big plays. Now, granted, last week we, give up, we did give up untimely big plays. Very untimely big plays. But I will say... We definitely need a quarterback, whether it be via trade 
Um, I don't know what I don't know what quarterback is out there to sign. Um, at this point, I probably wouldn't go after Jameis Winston, just based on what he's shown this this season. Um, outside of that, I don't. I mean, Derek Derek Carr. Derek Carr might be out there. I don't know how many. I I believe he probably might have one more year on his contract. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't know what quarterback is out there to sign. Um, via trade, the only, well, I could see, I could see you going after somebody like, like Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if he would want to come here, uh, just based on the way that we've played so far. I don't know if he'd want to come here. Um, so that'd be one that you can sign. Um, via trade, obviously Deshaun Watson would be at the top of the list. Um, or via the draft, you trade up and get somebody like a, a Malik Willis or a Matt Corral. Uh, those are just the two that I've watched a little bit of film on. I have to do my research on some of the other top quarterbacks um, coming out in the draft next year. But um, yeah, it's another. This was a, this was another winnable game, extremely winnable, uh, especially seeing the way that we play in that first half and even coming out in the second half that first possession that first defensive possession we came out like we was ready to take over this game and shut them out but after that i don't know what happens just i don't know it's like what what coach rivera says it's, you're dealing with a, a, a very immature team right now a very young team but i'm gonna keep the optimism and I'm a I'm a play devil's advocate. There uh, historically there have been times where you see a young team they experience a little bit of success uh, faster than they were supposed to, and going into the next season, all the hype and everything is just it gets to them. it gets to them, and sometimes it feels like you may be able to just get back into the playoffs easily. But obviously, as we can see, it's not easy at all. But the good thing, historically, those teams do bounce back the following season after they get that experience of being punched in the mouth. So this team, especially with Coach Rivera, I know he's a very he's a very prideful coach. Believe it or not, he is a very prideful coach. Um, and he is building something. He is trying to build something. Um. Obviously, he's trying to win, but he also is trying to develop players and trying to de develop good habits, which I wouldn't blame you if you said you couldn't see right now. But like I said, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Um, so I'm not going to jump ship right now. Um, I'm not going to totally give up on this season. Um, I'm a little skeptical going forward but uh i'm a washington fan till i die uh so i'm gonna ride with this team till the wheels fall off um i know that i know that that team is they're gonna keep putting the work in uh they're gonna keep trying to get better and uh at some point you're gonna see what this team can do i know that for a fact uh, i just hope it's sooner than later because we do have a very, very good quarterback that we're playing next week in his home, on his home field, 
and I'm sure it's, let me see what the temperature is going to be. Um, we're going to Green Bay. Um, hold on. Green Bay. Wisconsin. Rainbow Field. Next Sunday is supposed to be 36 degrees. So, we're going to Lambeau Field in the cold. And we're playing Aaron Rodgers. If we don't show up, we will get our bust. We will. Because I know if Patrick Mahomes probably looked like he was toying with us today. I know Aaron Rodgers is not. Aaron Rodgers is not going to toy with us at all. So, I'm hoping that things get turned around. If not, I'll be back with a draft pod. But, that's it for me today. Um, I can't 100% say y'all, you'll hear from me next week. Um, I'll try to do these podcasts every, as often as I can. I uh, can't promise it'll be every single week, but as often as I can. I will try. I may do one uh, for the bye week. I'm thinking about doing one for the bye week. Uh, just to talk about the team up to that point and the team going forward. Um, but yeah, that's it for me today. Y'all make sure you like, listen, subscribe, share. Uh, follow me at the, the A Plus Podcast on Instagram at, uh, at uh, Washington Football. WFT Academy on Twitter. Make sure you do that, and I will talk to y'all when I talk to y'all.